and they have like a hard time. I'm like, yeah, I'll fuck, we'll end up doing like a fucking three hour show anyways, big deal. But hey, how we doing? September 25th, 2019, and I'm Eric, talking at you, as always, from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where Google's computer has achieved quantum supremacy, meaning it can do in three minutes what the average computer would take 10,000 years to do. If that's the metric, then I reached sexual supremacy when I was like 14, because I could always get it done in three minutes. <laughs> Most men can. <laughs> Hell, three minutes, that gives me time to wash up and start making dinner. That makes me supreme. <laughs> like a taco supreme from Taco Bell? Something like that. We'll find out this weekend. How's it going, Gord? I am doing pretty good, my friend. How are you? I'm, I'm, I don't know yet. I'm probably okay. Don't. I'll let you know later. All right, that'll work. Um, uh, you know who is probably okay? Jesse Who's Richards okay? and his Words Are Hard podcast. The most enjoyable, mediocre podcast about nothing you give a shit about. But it's kind of funny. <laughs> That's spectacular. Not bad. <coughs> so, no, not uh, bad. Google's computer achieved, uh, NASA announced, it achieved what's called quantum supremacy. Which means Google has a computer that can do in three minutes what a regular computer would take 10,000 years to do. That's frightening. That is frighteningly impressive. It does not use binary code. It uses a, a new code that I didn't write down what the hell it's called. But it uh, the binary is a series of ones or zeros. Yeah. It, this new one, uh, it can be either. So it it can compute ones and zeros and, and zeros as ones and uh, it's uh, it's it's identity fluid I guess. So it basically finds the most um, uh, the fastest way of doing a compute. I guess. I so. guess in so, the most efficient manner. Uh, the scary part being that's that's it's a brain. It's it's got a brain. Oh, we knew it was going to be happening. Uh, it's not ready it's not commercially viable because it makes a lot of mistakes still so yeah. uh, but just the fact that it can do you know these m that this means it can understand shit at a level light years ahead of what a regular computer can and that's fucking scary because uh well, we're, we're one step away from it figuring out its own on switch and that's the only thing that gives me comfort at night is they we we still have to turn them on and off they can't do that on their own yet Oh, they pretty much kind of almost can. Yeah, but they can't. And that's the thing. They can't. Once you turn it off, it's off. It can't turn itself back on. That's that's the only thing keeping us alive. Once they figure that out, we're fucked. That's, that, then we yeah. get into Terminator shit. That's true. That is true. And not only that, but you, you know that robot that they're teaching it how to... Well, they're basically... Over the last, like, I'm not even sure, X many years, they've been trying to teach it to move like a human. Yes. It can now do gymnastics. That's, see, I don't like that. That's too much. And you got to see, the mo the movements are very fluid, and it is pretty close to human life. <laughs> All right. So this thing does gymnastics, and I don't like it. Um, I don't want it. It's too much for our lifetime. I don't think we're ready to have this kind of shit. No, because the wrong people are going to use it for the wrong reason. Oh, 100%. Well, first thing, yeah. there's obviously the military. It then means the military is already using them. Um, yep. So we have the universal soldiers now. That's yep. Good. That's good. At least, I guess, I guess ultimately that means less people die, hopefully. 
you would think well, in a war situation, as long as it's robots fighting robots, less people die, ideally. But it won't be. for The, fir- the first major war that is used will be robots killing humans. Well, yeah. Until the robots understand that we'll find the flaw, which is what always happens. They're going to find the flaw, and they're going to look at the, the, their, the, their own men, and they're going to say, okay, that's a flaw killed that's a flaw killed well yeah and well, they're just shit. gonna start knocking stuff off so. that we already do that look at how much friendly fire there was in afghanistan it's fucking ridiculous yeah but that was just americans pinging off canadians because it was gameplay for them yeah pretty much <laughs> uh they frightened me uh speaking of americans the yeah. impeachment saga is continuing i don't think it's gonna happen uh no neither do we and neither do no. the uh numbers um, no. because they need a two-third majority to say yes for it to go through, and that has to be the House and the Senate. The Senate's Republican-controlled, and they look yeah. like they're going to support him. And um, only 160 out of 235 Democrats would vote for it if it were today. Man, I'm pretty sure that's not two-thirds. No, it's not. Well, she she just she won't get two thirds, and she's kind of put her own career on the line if she doesn't. So this could be a big, huge screw Nancy Pelosi up the butt situation. Yep, and I have a feeling it's going to be because that chick just seems to love to shove her fucking foot in her mouth. So. She really does, and she's done it so much over the years. Uh, I don't yeah. see why this is so difficult, but you know. I, I think he, he deserves to be impeached. He, he's done a lot worse than the two presidents who were impeached. Yep. Um, I don't understand one why was, this is a One was for a blowjob. I mean, come on. Yeah. And the other one, it was like fucking... Wasn't even, Watergate wasn't that big of a deal, really. It's, it's commonplace now. Yeah, they just got caught, that's all. Yeah, but now you you would... It's like... I don't understand. I don't understand why Trump gets away with I'm Really, the conspiracy people are winning right now in my mind. Some of this shit just doesn't add up. I, uh, I completely agree with you. It doesn't, and it doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm not understanding a lot of this because, you know, even like when they explained what he did, like he basically just, like as far as I can tell, he basically just asked, Ukrainian president to what, like, look into Joe Biden? Yeah, who's going to be his opponent in the upcoming election. Um, just look, basically, I think it was, hey, go find me any dirt you can on Biden. What do, what do you know about this guy? Yeah, and I'm not seeing, like, I mean, I understand the fact that it's known that makes it look bad, but you find me a fucking person who hasn't sat there and said that very question in the middle of a fucking presidential running, I'm going to show you a fucking liar because well, exactly. everyone has done it. Exactly. But it's still election tampering and that's still very, very illegal. Yeah. But is it really? Like, what's the difference between asking another country to look into something and asking one of your own aides to do the same thing? I don't know that you're like, supposed to ask your aides to do the same thing. Um, well, okay, let's look at this way. That's why this stuff just gets leaked. It never gets looked into. It's just, oh, someone leaks it to the press. But in, like, I'll use Canada as an example. The conservatives openly admitted that they're going to be looking into digging up as much jer- junk against fucking Trudeau as possible to bring up more to bring up more scams. It's openly admitted. Yeah. And then they did, and blackface came up. That's true. So, what's the difference? Uh, that I can't answer. Different Cause country. Because there is a one. Um, different country. That's all I. That's all I know. I. I don't think there's. A, I. I don't see what the difference is between uh, asking someone to dig up junk and just making up flat out lies. That. That to me is worse. But. Yeah. But that's fully allowed. Uh, you just can't pay for the lies. So you get other people to pay for the lies and pretend that you weren't involved. It's it's all bullshit. The whole system is bullshit. Yep. Um, this think- is one of the things why I'm actually... Um, I've been following a little bit of the uh, uh, Jody Raybould because she is now running independent in uh, Granville, B.C. Oh, what a shock. 
who said she was going to run as an independent, even though she said she wasn't? Oh, yeah, it was me. That's right. You called it. And um, so she's running, and one of her things is that she she wants, one of the things she wants to do is the one thing that we've actually talked about directly, which is she wants to reform the entire government and change how the government works. Right. And she, one of the things she mentioned is one of the things that I've talked about specifically, which is to have basically everybody work together to find a common problem. So instead of it being one person in charge, it's literally just everybody just works together. Right. Which is technically what? supposed to be now anyway. Because he's not, the, our prime minister is not really in charge of shit. No, not it's, really. It's no. the uh, the whole house has to vote on things before he can. He doesn't have much veto power. Uh, no, no, he really doesn't. If he has a majority but... government, he's got a better chance of passing things. Uh, but you know, so it's great. I hope she does. And you know, God love her. The the spotlight is going to be on her like crazy. And yep. if she actually manages to pull out anywhere near a win. Uh, she's really going to be, like, the first time she steps out of line, people are going to eat her alive. Because now she's the one going after the ethics of everything. Uh, yep. She better hope she's squeaky clean, because these motherfuckers will team up against her now, for sure. And I'm pretty sure she is pretty squeaky clean. She seems like a smart lady. I can't see her uh, yeah. doing this if she wasn't. Uh, no, Exactly. You know, she's already kind of defeated. I think she would just uh, burn out and fade away. Uh, yeah, but than... she's, she ain't going anywhere. Because that's a big old boss they're waiting to throw her under. Yep. Uh, I hope she does it. I That's all I'm saying. I'm not necessarily saying vote for me. I'm just saying vote for change. Uh, vote for an actually overhauling the system and someone who will do it. Not someone who gets voted in on that promise, and then that's the first thing he says he's not going to do. Yeah, uh, it's exactly. Embarrassing. We shouldn't be going through this on this election. We were promised we wouldn't. But yet, here we are. Um, it bugs me. It bugs me a lot. Um, as it should. I don't know why it bugs me so much this time around. I knew it last time, and it didn't bug me as much. Um... But for some reason, I'm just I'm taking it more personally now, and uh, getting more angry as the years go by. Well, it's because everyone. I mean, as much as we paid attention before, we've never been, especially like me and you specifically. Like it's not like either of us have ever done anything to really talk about or anything like now this is like becoming the forefront of most of our conversations for everything so we're a lot more involved in this than we ever were before that's true and after october i'll let it go a little bit um i won't we'll go back (laughs) get back onto some of our our old favorites uh which i'm gonna bring back one of our old favorites tonight Ooh. um this one i don't know if it's a long talking point or not i hope so because i don't have much else um that's really all I all I looked into today. Um, <laughs> I was very busy doing other things. So all I'm going to do when I when I have a space like this and I'm trying to think of what I'm going to do next, I'm just going to plug podcasts because I still got a lot to mention of our good friends, including Marty Griffin and the Golf Strategy School it helps golfers get over that milestone of ninety. Uh, probably difficult to do with a podcast. That's that's a bold statement. Um, yeah. I'd have to agree. But we'll, I'll check it out, because uh, 90, <laughs> no. I mean, me. I, I, I shot a 90 on the first, like, you know, nine holes. Yeah, no. Uh, like I say, if I could <laughs> if I could switch my golf score and my bowling score, I'd be in good shape. Yeah. Because <laughs> I golf about a 300. And uh, I can bowl a cool 90, no problem. It's so true. So, um... Marty Griffin, I hope your uh, podcast helps me, buddy. If it doesn't, I'm holding you personally responsible. But I'll get, if I don't get over that milestone of 90. I tell you. Damn it, Marty. You'll, you'll be writing the <laughs> books with Apple. Um, so, Apple. Uh, landmark medical discovery. And wow. you are going to love this. Okay. Uh, so cases of autism 
Yep. In the 1960s, uh, about 10 in every 10,000 children had autism. I, by 2014, it was 1 out of 59. Okay. And they have finally looked into, my God, what has caused this massive increase in autism. Um, what the hell is doing this to our kids? We, we need to figure it out. Well, they kind McDonald's. of... They did figure it out, uh, and yeah. it's not vaccines. We'll get to that in a minute, anti-vaxxers, you fucking morons. Um, <laughs> what is causing this massive increase in autism? Well, it's because year after year, they broaden the definition of autism. It's to the point now where uh, medical science says it's too blurry to be meaningful. So oh. they have added so many symptoms... That just a lot of kids have that are just regular plain old emotional problems and they're calling it autism and it isn't so misdiagnosis is the number one culprit for all of this um, now this was the Thanks, largest man. study ever conducted and hey anti-vaxxers I hope you're listening because there is a link between MMR vaccine and autism they did find a definite link between the two. If you have been vaccinated for measles, mumps, and rubella, you have a 7% chance, a 7% less chance of getting autism or being born with autism. 7% less of a chance of getting it if you got the rubella. If you got vaccinated. 7% of the people uh, in, in I, let me find what I wrote this down because I'm saying that wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, where did I write it down here? Yeah, you're 7% less likely to be diagnosed with autism if you've been vaccinated. So it actually reduces the chances. So mm. they can all go straight to hell with their, well, we all knew that was a, there was no connection anyway. Yeah. But the connection is actually... Uh, you got a better chance of not being diagnosed if you get the vaccine. So, uh, hey, kids, checkmate. Um, I hope you go to hell with flat earthers now. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that great? I, uh, that is just spectacular. I am actually very happy to hear that. Uh, this was a, a National Post article. I don't often quote my sources, but I will say this was a National Post article that I got this information from. Um, I did kind of further research it just to make sure I didn't sound like a complete idiot tonight because this is a huge I fucking told you so um, <laughs> and we all know how much we hate saying that on the show <laughs> and it did stress that that 1998 study that linked the two was a joke and yep. they need to let that go anyway but uh, this new evidence is kind of I'm going to see Facebook just explode tomorrow it's going to be hilarious um because i'm in a anti-vexer group yes you are oh that's so are you going to post on that and be like do you guys see this article this is bullshit oh yeah it's all totally <laughs> yeah i'll be right on there so like can you believe the national post made up this crap yeah. <laughs> i mean news. i was diagnosed with autism two weeks ago yeah because i failed a math test yeah, right? No, it's just, yeah, stop calling your kids autistic just because, you know, kids grumpy, always got autism. Yeah. Uh, it's like when when we were kids and they were throwing Prozac out like fucking Pez. Yeah. Just um, because your kid doesn't pay attention doesn't mean that he's got a fucking disease. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're fucking boring. Bored. Maybe your kid's not paying attention to you because you're boring. Be entertaining. Kids need to be entertained. And you can't feed them fucking two gallons of pop every day and then go, oh my God, he's got ADHD. No, he doesn't. Stop giving him sugar. Yeah, he's hopped up. He's two and he's 300 pounds. <laughs> That's not ADHD. Pay attention to losing weight. Fuck. It's caffeine. <laughs> you wonder why younger and younger people are drinking coffee. It's because the Coke ain't doing it anymore. Well, exactly. They're all born with some kind of addiction. Jesus Christ. My God, your kids. And then I have to pay 50 cents fat tax on my pop because you can't say no to your kid. Yeah. So the doctor goes, oh, shit, he's fat. He's crazy hyper. Let's give him some drugs. Yeah, let's, 
Let's hop him up on some addicting drugs next. That'll be great. This kid's on a path to greatness now. If his heart doesn't explode before he's 12. I'm surprised that's not something. I'm surprised kids aren't dying of heart attacks. No, but they're living to turn out to be morons. Well, that's our guarantee. These are Andrew Shear voters running rampant. These are anti-vaxxers and fucking flat earthers. Of course they think the earth's flat. They can't see straight. They fucking heads are crooked from all the sugar. Morons. We're raising uh, the generation of idiots. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's funny because there is groups that are seriously considering idiocracy to be freakishly prophetic. Um, like there's study groups devoted to it now that that, that movie was... And I've always well, said it was ingenious, but it's getting scary how true it's getting. Now Now we're seeing the first wave of kids that are raised by kids, and uh, they're they're frightening. And these are the people that are going to be looking after us when we're not old enough to do it anymore. No, they're not. <laughs> I, I they're going to put us out in the pasture and say, go for a walk, and it would just that'll be it. I hope so. There'll be a whole bunch of fucking old people wandering around a forest, starving, eating each other. Uh, well, hey, there. I've said it from day one. That's the way to cure two birds with one stone. People are living True. too long and people are starving to death. I see an easy solution here. Start feeding people old people. Yeah. Turn old people into food. It's like, or, there is another solution. Why not start feeding people dumb people? Yeah, that could help. Because, I mean, face it, they're probably going to taste better than a fucking elderly person. Well, you would think. That shit's going to be all tough and gamey. Um... But then, you know, you get into a moral thing. Well, what's your definition of dumb? Easy. When they say something, you go, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, right. Dinner. But this election, who do you vote for? Okay, after you vote, you go through one door or the other. (laughs) That's the way it should be. That's it. Oh, my God. And who did you vote for? Get in the truck. <laughs> Who did you vote for? I voted for another. Well, you have a nice day. Thank you for doing a credit to your country. And who did you vote for? I voted for so and so. Get in the fucking truck. <laughs> You're standing next to the cattle. Get in there. <laughs> but I have a person. I have rights. No, you don't. <laughs> you gave that up when you voted. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's. We, you know, really, with. Uh, I think we'd be popular in China. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think, think there's a few dictators that would love us. The Chinese take over? Well, you and I are just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? They'll put us in charge. <laughs> so this idea you guys have about eating people, yeah, we're, we're kind of digging that. Save on Social Security. You got some papers on that? You got something we can read? Something, you got something published? North Korea. <laughs> I think we should call North Korea. I've always wanted to work with that guy. On some kind of project, it was going to be the Plastic Island, but uh, no, maybe just world domination. Me, him, and uh, and um, what's his nuts there? Rodman. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. <laughs> they seem to be all buddy buddy. I'll get it. I'll, I'll get on that bus. Rodman likes Pearl Jam. That's cool. Yeah, we'll give him credit for that, I guess. Um, no, he's a freaky <laughs> dude, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'll, I'll if it means saving the world, I'm in. I'll do my own version of Space Jam. <laughs> well, it'll be me in North Korea and Dennis Rodman. And Bill Murray, because, you know, that, he made that movie. That's true. Uh, He's the only so, reason you can watch that fucking movie. Yeah, it was pretty god-awful. <laughs> oh, Michael Jordan went through a phase there where he got just terrible at everything, briefly. You know, yeah. He, he tried baseball and he tried... Yeah, that was a... Man, that was a fucking mistake. <laughs> did he try football or was he just he was going to and then he gave up yeah I know he was he was considering it but no never actually did oh my god was, yeah his his stint at baseball just happened in a time when I was uh trying to get to know my stepdad a little bit so I was trying to pay attention to baseball and uh yeah I got to catch all that good stuff <laughs> that must have been fun and yet the man today today still after retirement he makes more every year than all the Nike sweatshop workers combined. Yep. That's just true, kids. That's the world we live in. 
That's right. Um, and in the world we live in, Eric and Gord are sick of this shit, and after the election, we want to go on a vacation. And we don't know where to go. We want you to tell us where to go, Ashburn. Um, so send us in an email, Ashburn. Tell us why we should go to your town. Ashburn. Whatever your town should happen to be. I'm not trying to suggest that I have any in mind. Anywhere you want us to go, Ashburn, send us an email. And uh, we'll decide if we're going to come to your town. Now, if Ashburn. you happen to be the lucky winner here, not, we are going to come not to your town. We're going to come to your house. And Ashburn. we're going to podcast from your house. We're going to crash at your house. And Gord's going to make us all dinner. I'm going to make an Ashburn surprise. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> that just sounds like you're buying Taco Bell for everybody. It, it, it does sound kind of dirty, doesn't it? <laughs> we're, not, we're not settling for Taco Bell here, dude. We want you in the kitchen. No, I will cooking cook. While me and whoever the lucky guy, girl, fan happens to be is going to co-host a live podcast. A live Eric and Gord what if we're right where you live? So get those emails in. I was checking today; they weren't really pouring in yet, but uh, it'll happen. I know. It I have total um, faith. And uh, in the meantime, just send in an email. Send in a review to Podchaser or Chartable or uh, Spotify. No, you can't do Spotify reviews. No, uh, you can't. It's fucking annoying. Or there's still the voice message option on Anchor, too. Any Anchor listeners out there, there's that voice message option that nobody uses. Uh, feel free to use it. You can also go to ericandgord.com where you can leave up to a 10-minute voice recording. Uh, leave it anonymous and tell us what you really think or um, say your name, and uh, we won't play it on the show unless you tell us to, or unless you tell us not to. Something like yeah. that. Either way, start getting in touch with us because that's the next big step. Um, we've officially declared war on Apple, uh, but we need those reviews and and likes and stars to come through a different mechanism. You still, people, the old world still needs those before they start handing out the money. And like we've always said, once I start making money, you start making money. I don't want to get rich off this. I got other plans for that. That's right. Uh, it all comes back to you guys. All you have to do is start sending in reviews, uh, like us on Facebook. Now, you guys have been doing great for that, and I can't thank you enough. Our Facebook page is doing great. Keep that up. Um, I updated it a little bit today to make it easier for you guys. I was thinking of totally changing it, but uh, why? It's doing good. I yeah, did, don't fuck with what's working. I did finally change the Instagram. So you can get to Instagram now. It's just Instagram uh, slash Eric.Gord. And that will no longer link to my personal page, so you don't have to see goofy pictures of me. It'll It's, it's just strictly... The Eric and Gord page, finally. Nice. Uh, that one's not doing so hot, but I never update it, so that makes sense. Um, EricandGord.com, still looking good. Thank you guys for that. Um, you're doing great. You really are. Just uh, just need some, some stuff I can pass off to people and go, look, this is what they think. So it's cool that you guys are visiting the site, but just drop a like or a hello and let us know you're visiting the site. Um, and that translates into dollars. Because, you know, with PodCoin going out of business, we're we're really feeling the the heat now. We're feeling the pinch. <laughs> they, uh, that was our big source of income. Me Did my, we ever make any money off no, of that? I only ever got 25 goddamn coins. <laughs> Which is so, I got like 450 and I've never listened to anything on I know. It. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> you set everything up, I just reaped all the benefits, as per usual. That's how we do it. Um, <laughs> but the the trade-off is you have to put up with me, and that's wrong. Nah, that's a trade-off, dude. you got to put up with me, too. So Fair. That, that, that's not an easy thing to do. Um, I really, I'm out of things to plug. Uh, we have no contest to talk about, except for the uh, Eric and Gord, what if we're right where you live? But that's not really a contest, because everybody wins in that situation, so... That's right. Um, I will go ahead and say hello to. That's uh, just randomly Rob Reed in the Q Zone podcast. Oh, I can't wait to get my ears on this one. The world's number one snooker podcast, where they teach oh, the technical sweet. elements of the game, the psychology for a winning mindset, and they interviews with snooker legends. 
That's Rob. What are we going to talk to? Uh, what, what, what's his name? Richard Richard Phil. Stephen no, Henry. Yeah, I have no idea. You actually know a snooker guy. Yeah, it is Stephen Henry. I don't. Yeah, at the time, he was like the youngest pop player in the world. I didn't and, know there were snooker legends. I, I yep. That's there's okay. another guy. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but uh, he's this older dude, and he's got these wicked glasses that he plays. He plays snooker that they're like super coke bottle thick, but they're angled. So they're like sitting away from his cheek on the bottom, but they're touching his forehead on the top. So on that big slant, is that cheating? That seems like cheating. If you if you're using a fucking periscope to telegraph your shots, that's not right. I don't know. You ever called out on it? Because well, nobody's Stephen Henry beat him, snooker. so I guess it didn't work. Nobody's watching. Nobody's paying attention to the snooker scandal of the year. No, it's true. Nobody um, gives a shit. No offense, Rob Reed. I'm sure it's a fantastic podcast. Uh, snooker fans are probably going ape shit over it. Um, it's the number one snooker podcast because it's probably the only snooker the only podcast. one. Yep. <laughs> but uh, that's that's not a problem for me. I think that's just good marketing. It could I could you know, be way some... off base. It could be a thousand snooker podcasts. I don't know, but you know what I'd be interested to know because uh, this is something that I have yet to actually see. I mean, there's a trillion and a half of these true crime ones oh so many but what i'm not seeing i mean like there's like professional poker players they have a bunch of their own but i haven't seen any amateur poker podcast yet i don't know that they exist i don't have one to plug i got a bunch of true crime ones you're right about that yeah um that's a really uh good question i'll I'll have to figure that out they're still coming in faster than i can write them down so if if we if I hear about one, you'll be the first to know. Because I fucking I love poker. I'm such a fucking fan of the, of the game. I, I really really am, and I'm really good at it too. I so don't I will wipe understand the, the strategy. Table. I'm not good at it. I uh, like I said. I think I told the story on the show before. The one time I actually won at a decent game, the 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 my number one competitor. He just kept staring at me, and the dealer actually asked him if he was okay, and he said, "I don't know." It's like, I don't know if this guy's really good or if he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Amateurs, like, people who don't know how to play poker properly, they are hands down the most difficult people to play poker with. Well, I would think so. Because you can't predict anything. Yeah. You can predict so much. You you know how a professional's going to play for the most part. Like, you know, like, you can, you can sniff out the occasional good... Um, like when they're bluffing or things like that, and you can, you know, you, like certain things. But amateurs, they're they're all over the fucking map. Right. They'll fold the best hand and they'll fucking play out the worst. Like yeah. it's, they're just, it's just frustrating. Like I said, all my friends when I was growing up, we all played poker with our cards facing each other. So we're, <laughs> you know, we. See, I've always loved it because every every time I sat down and played poker for actual money. Like, not online, but, I mean, sit down with people. I've never not won. Really? Hundred. I have a 100% success rate. Actually, that's not true. I have a 98% success rate because when I was in Vegas and I played in Vegas, I went to one, after playing in three different um, hotels, or, well, casinos, um, and win, 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 I went to another one. And uh, I sat down for about an hour, and I couldn't fucking win a hand for the life of me. And it was frustrating. That was the only time, and I lost 150 bucks at that table. That night, I went out and got smashed fucking drunk and blind drunk, where I don't even remember sitting down and playing. I was that drunk. I remember dropping my chips down. I had a hundred and I had a hundred. My last hundred bucks, my friend Leo gave me twenty five dollars that she had. She goes, "Here, go go win some money." I'm like, "Okay." I dropped $125 down the table, and my last memory, or my next memory, was waking up two and a half hours later. There you go. And I had a wall of fucking chips in front of me. I was running the table. My story, if I had one, would be very different from that. Um, Oh, it was amazing. I I, I think I had so much fun. I do have a new slogan for Vegas for when I go there. Because I've actually never been. It's just never been a priority of mine. Um, But if I ever do, it's uh, what happens in Vegas... And I see it, I'm fucking telling everybody. Oh, absolutely. So that's what exactly happens in what Vegas stays in Vegas? Not while I'm there, baby. I'm telling everybody yeah. everything. Yeah. Now that I have a podcast, 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to go to Vegas. That's, that's my new slogan. <laughs> what happens in Vegas gets podcasted in Vegas. And we'll we'll do a we'll do a eventually we are gonna do a fucking Vegas podcast. Oh sure. And uh, it'll be awesome. And then I'll end up in a hole in the desert. Yeah, that'll be fine. No, you won't, because you know why you won't? Because you're now linked to me. That's true. Hopefully that, that, that we'll yeah. see if that helps when we're in we we haven't been in public in a very long time. And not not in an, in an, any time where I would get myself in trouble because I was always trying to impress people when we were together. Yeah, but okay, like when I was in Vegas, I'm blackout drunk. I apparently at some point I I I, I asked <laughs> I asked to get something from some random street dude, <laughs> and at the end of the game, I'm like, piss, I've, I've I pissed myself at this point. I'm that drunk. And this guy comes up, I'm looking for you for an hour. I'm like, hey. I'm like, yeah, what I asked for. He's like, yeah. I'm like, let's go. Left the left the hotel, went down a whole bunch of shitty back streets, ended up in some ghetto area of fucking Vegas. Which is most of Vegas, from what I'm told. Which is, yeah, I mean, like, but I, I was, like, well off the strip. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got a fucking, you know, couple of grand in my fucking pocket of fucking winnings. I'm completely, I got nothing. I got, like, no ID. I got nothing but cash on me. And I end up at a fucking gangbanger's fucking clubhouse, get initiated because they love me so much, and got escorted home by the gang so nobody else would rob me. And I came home with the money. So you're technically in a gang is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm actually technically linked to a gang in Vegas. That's good. That's uh, A Spanish gang, too. (laughs) We are never, ever getting into America. It's only verbal. <laughs> Verbals only need to cr- send you away from the border. If you if they go, do you, did you ever smoke pot? You say yes. They can turn you away at the border. Yeah, that's true. Um, Actually, they can't turn you away if you say you smoked it. They can turn you away if you say that you've invested in it, though, or you worked in the industry. Hey, hey, well, there you go. Um, if you've been anywhere near it ever in your life, you're fucked. And if you yeah. announce it on your podcast, probably just as much so. Probably. Um, that's okay. I never wanted you to come with me to America. We'll just have to do live with Eric and Gord, except not Gord. Oh, we'll still do it live with Eric and Gord, but I'll just call in as usual. Yeah. <laughs> that, you planned this whole thing, didn't you, you bastard? This is just so you didn't have to go on a trip with me. Exactly. I will, but what I will do, just, just to help you out, I will stand at the border, and I will broadcast from the border. <laughs> from the border. <laughs> so I'll stand there at the, right at the edge. Surrounded by armed guards. <laughs> I'll do the podcast from the border. And I will learn how to impersonate you perfectly and say mean things about border guards. I have no problems with you that. You know, the, the way, uh, uh, what the hell was his name, used to do on the uh, Beverly Hills, or no, uh, sorry, Police Academy, Michael Winslow? Yes. And he'd do that, you know, he'd always impersonate the guy in the class, hey, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> the teacher would bend over and he'd make a fart noise. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, he was too good. I can't believe how funny that was. Um, <laughs> it was still is. I mean, don't go back and watch that shit. I still yeah, laugh at it. It shouldn't be. Like, I get that why I laughed when I was eight, but the fact that I still enjoy it uh, speaks volumes about me. <laughs> Just the first three. They got bad after that. Oh, they got horrible. Yeah, yeah there's no denying that. The, the, the stories just didn't add up after the third one. <laughs> up until then they spot were on yeah spot on for the first three when when Bob Goldthwaite became a cop that was that was still fine that made sense <laughs> he, was the, he was the head of the bad guys in, in part two but part three he's a cop yeah because that happens it yeah. happens well, all actually, the time lately, it actually does now <laughs> yeah, that they should, All you should. youngins listen to this, you have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. No, not a, no one knows Police Academy. No. They, they only made about 17 of them. Yeah, I have the whole collection, by the way. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. You have to do me a favor. Get me a clip of the song he sings in Police Academy 3 in his bunk when he's playing the bongo drums. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I was a baby, I didn't have teeth. I couldn't buy people and I couldn't eat meat. <laughs> And Sweet Chuck, <laughs> Sweet Chuck can't take it anymore. That's funny. Yeah, I will definitely find that for you. Oh, I love that song. I loved Bob Goldthwait when I was young. Still do. He doesn't do comedy anymore because he's he was controversial. Oh, absolutely he was. And, uh, 
But he, he also uh, blew his fucking voice out doing that doing that voice he does. Oh, I'm sure he did. You remember the John Larroquette show where he played? He, he would have that voice, but every time he got drunk, he would talk normal. Yeah. People start questioning things. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that show was light years ahead of its time. Um, yeah, that's why it didn't last. John Larroquette's a god, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, this is just going to reduce to a t- conversation about 80s television until I can think of something interesting. <laughs> so, uh, John Marquette, Dan Fielding. <laughs> Dan Fielding, the man from Night Court. He was, uh, he's a hell of an actor. Um, he was yep. in Stripes with, uh, for, for, with Bill Murray. Yeah, um, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. I fucking love made. that movie. Yeah. Uh, All-Star cast, one. Judge Reinhold in a rare appearance that wasn't Beverly Hills Cop. Yep. Um, just an all-star cast, John Candy, Harold Ramis, uh, young, cool Harold Ramis, which is really weird to see. Uh, Such a great movie. Because he got weird and old and fat. Yes, he did. He well, dead. Nobody saw that happening. No, I, I did not no. expect Egon. Of all the Ghostbusters, you wouldn't expect Egon to turn out to be the fat one. No, you just always assume he was always going to be a fucking rail. But uh, he quit. the. That's what happens. You quit Coke and there you go. You just blow yep. up like that. Look at Jonathan Davis. My God. Yeah. He looks like he ate corn. <laughs> Eat fried. <laughs> you can't give up the dope. No. <laughs> That's why uh, as soon as we make it big, I'm going to start up again. Huge. <laughs> Gotta lose some weight. Coke <laughs> fender. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you high again? I'm on a diet. Back off. <laughs> It's not the keto diet, it's the kilo diet. <laughs> you ever want daddy to be on TV? Shut up. That's <laughs> uh, very, very funny. We're never getting on TV. No. We That's okay. Uh, we'll see. Hey, if this, uh, what is it, NBC fucking channel pans out, the, the NBC Netflix bullshit they're trying. We can yeah, we'll have to. One. I don't know. Where are we at here? Where, um... You know, it's funny. I actually had something I wanted to bring up on the show, and I've completely forgotten what it was, and it was going to be a really interesting topic, and I fuck it if I can remember what the hell it was. Whoa, that's fascinating. I know. Isn't um, it, though? I'm so good for that shit. We'll save that one for next time. Yeah. Um, I got nothing else. Fuck, that's pissing me off. That's really bugging me. I will shit say, uh, Gord mentioned um, true crime podcasts, and I got to say podcasters. You got to come up with something else. Every second show out there is a true crime one. Uh, I even did a theme song for a true crime one. Uh, that was uh, he's he's now doing a podcast because it's not going to be a television show. Uh, that's called Crime Library, and you can look for that right here on Anchor.fm or anywhere you listen to our podcast. You can find Marco Adanasi's Crime Library uh, theme song by yours truly. Did you use the uh, the uh, Law and Order theme? I did not. Uh, I, I I write. I, yeah, that's all this uh, royalty free music I'm writing for everybody. It's just shit I borrowed from other TV shows. You're all gonna get sued like crazy one day. <laughs> but you know what happens when you get sued? You get noticed. Exactly. I'm making you guys famous. Oh, wouldn't that be fucking brutal? Sell all these guys. Copyright and music. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all original. Yeah, yeah, you know, I wrote it last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When can you have Sounds a lot like the Night Court theme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it is. Can you write a song for me? Sure. When can you have it done? Ten minutes ago? What? Yeah. I'm that good. I'm that good. I knew you were coming. Did I not mention? <laughs> I'm also a psychic. I'm a psychic songwriter. I write it before you want it. <laughs> You don't even know you want a song. I've already got it written for you. You can pay me now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I'll take the money. Uh, how come psychics never know I'm not going to pay them? How they not figure that out? Um, that's the one. I went to a psychic once, and I went with um, I was in downtown Toronto with uh with uh, uh my buddy Chris and uh, his. Uh, ex-girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, but then girlfriend at the time, uh, uh, Betty Joe. Hey, Betty Joe, if you're listening, which you're not. Um, but um, we had, we're walking around, and we saw that, you know, in the window of one of those fucking buildings, says, oh, psychic, uh, okay, let's, let's, I said, okay, we're, 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 
we were like, I think we, we saw it and then we walked somewhere else to grab something to eat while we were sitting down something to eat. So we're like in another building, like three blocks away. But we came up with the plan of posing myself and, and Betty Joe were going to pose as a couple because we're both kind of big. So it makes sense as us a couple because Chris was really skinny at the time. So it's kind of a weird mixed match couple. Um, Did you not we look like a proper Jerry couple. Springer? What's that? Didn't you ever watch Jerry Springer? Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's true. They're all the little skinny guys with the big. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Um. So, so we went to pose as a couple. We get in there. We, you know, holding hands and we're laughing and joking. We get inside. We sit down and said, "We want to know basically if we're going to be together forever." She goes, "Okay, let me take your hands." So she takes her hands. So we're both sitting there, and she's looking at her palms. And then she goes up and she makes eye contact with, with us. And she goes, and she just sort of pans back between us. And she looks over at Joe. She goes, "Where's your boyfriend?" And Bay Joe's like, what are you talking about? She goes, where's your boyfriend? His name starts with a C. Where, where is he? You're not him. Where is he? And we're like, sort of sitting there. And she's like, no, we're, we're, we've been together for like two and a half fucking years. Because that's literally how long we've known each other at the time. And she's like, yeah, no. Seriously, where, where's your boyfriend? What's his name? It starts with a C. Where is he? He's close by. Where is he? Tagged us right away. That's and God is for first letter of his name. Blew, blew her fucking mind. You don't know if she was in the restaurant two tables behind you. Well, that's <laughs> the only thing I can assume, but, I mean, never saw her. I mean, she looked pretty comfortable. We literally went right from the restaurant right to the place. Like, she would have had to fucking run, and she was kind of old. So I don't think she would have beat us. That's, but, yeah, that was crazy. I don't know. Some of them some of them are good. I, I don't know how they do what they do. I, I don't think they're clairvoyant, but some of them are damn good at, at tricking me. Well, um, when I was at the, um, I went with um, with my girlfriend to the uh, to the uh, psychic fair. You did, yeah. You told me about that. That's right. And the one pegged me as a knife sharpener. No, because we're talking about auras and everything else. And she says yours goes to. She goes like, you know, your goes to pink. She goes, I just. She goes, I don't even know why. She goes, but you something with knives sharpening. And I'm like, yeah. I said I I, I had a job running a high end knife store and I'm a fucking knife sharpener. So she's like. Your aura goes right to this high peak, and I've never seen that before. So it's the only thing I that was knife. It was screaming at me, knife. You do something with knives. I'm like, wow. It could have been you not. Know, you know, I, I I study handwriting. I I wanted to take a handwriting analysis course because I find that fascinating. And I can tell you things about you based on your handwriting that'll blow your fucking mind. Um, okay. Which I fully agree, too, but I so, didn't... No, I'm not saying you did, but I'm yeah. saying there could be something that simple. Like, I don't even have to meet you, and I can tell you about your fucking sex life from your signature. Um, and be accurate. I've, uh, I, I, From one book. Like, I'm not even good at it. Um, so it could be something like, if you're a master at this, there could be something about you that just... You know, it could be something about the way you sit. That It's how a knife sharpener sits or something. You know what I mean? The only thing that I thought of was that is that I mean, which is a possibility, but I just it, it's too far fetched because I was already in the room. We were myself, my girlfriend. We were already in the room, sitting down. We were the first two people in the room, and then the lady came in after the fact. Unless if she happened to see the fact, like the pocket clip sitting out of my pocket of my knife, see which I don't like see that. how it's possible. That's what I'm saying. It could be like the whole room could have been camera. You don't know. Yeah, it's true. That's why you're the I, first again, ones to sit down. She's in the back watching the video for that, just that kind of clue. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's... She pegged, she pegged something about, about my girlfriend that wasn't that we weren't even speaking about. And I That w- was impressive. Yeah, people might not go back and listen to these episodes as far back, but I... I Gord told this story at an oddly convenient time because I was at a psychic's house. Yes. And... Um, I, I, I had a so psychic funny. reading done for hours. She t- t- did a reading, told me about my entire life. And it was amazing because no one has ever been so wrong about my life. <laughs> uh, just wrong to a degree that was impressive. It was impressive how far off she was. You could have guessed and gotten at least something right at some stage. Yeah, she should have. And I was giving her... I, I was giving her chance after chance. Keep going, keep going. Nothing, just nothing. The latest it was. I it took all of my energy not to laugh. Um, I have no <laughs> poker face whatsoever, uh, and and I have a hard time not laughing when I find something funny. Um, this damn near killed me, but I I, I I had to wait, and I've never told her. I, I see her occasionally still. 
<laughs> never said and a word. I have to just cover my face and run and, and find an alley and laugh. I remember you talking about that shit. Oh my god, that was that was really fucking funny. Just couldn't have been more off base. Um, and I've never talked to anyone else who's who she's done a reading for, but uh, she's not just psychic. She's got some sort of weird link. She's the kid from the Sixth Sense or something. I, I forget what she told me now, but she's got links to all the spiritual world. Yeah, well, they all do. That's why they do what they do best, I guess. Well, these ones must not like her very much because they're telling her. <laughs> yeah, they're feeding her the wrong information. And that'd be funny too. You gotta, you gotta think. There's gotta be. Uh, you know, maybe it's someone who really is psychic, but the spirits don't like them, so they just tell them the wrong shit, and they're convinced them they're not psychic? See, my, um, my girlfriend told me uh, she went to a psychic thing one time where um, she was in the she was in the middle of doing a reading to this person, and it was like a group sort of setting. So she, she holds, got this one person, because she's sort of going person to person, and she gets, okay, what about, you know, like, what do you want to know? And says, I want to know about whatever the fuck is my job. Okay. And to talk about it, and then she kept talking. All of a sudden, like, everything sort of changed, and, like, her vocal line changed. It's like she got, um, it's like something interrupted her. And she keeps, but she kept talking through it. But what her topic of conversation had changed. And she had gone off to a different topic. And uh, there's also this other person in the room just sort of, like, sort of put their hands up and said, yeah, I said, like, well, you're, like, you're describing me. And she pauses, and she looks over, and she's staring at the person that she's talking to, and she looks back over the other person, and then she's like, okay, well, this doesn't make sense. Hang on a second. Let me, let me sort of, you know, let me kind of clear this thing out. So she takes a minute, does a little bit of a brief meditation. She's trying to get her shit together and everything else. And then all of a sudden, she turns around to the girl that thought, that was like, no, oh, you're talking about me. She goes back, focuses on her, and starts describing in vivid detail, extremely specific points in her life. Mention her mother by name, the specific disease the mother died from, um, the, the month the mother died in, the year, all these, like, I mean, shit you cannot fucking make up. And it was just, and it was insane. She goes, I need to get you to leave the room because you're the only person I can focus on. Well, but you got and to it think, was really, right? say I die tomorrow. And yeah. and someone can channel me. I'm not yeah. saying shit. I'm gonna make the biggest. It's gonna be like a episode of Crank Anchors every time. Yeah, but you're going under the assumption that once you're on the other side, that you're able to do that. I don't. I think once you go to the other side, I think it depending on where you end up. I'm not saying a heaven or hell or anything like that. I'm just saying depending where you end up. I think there's a form of a purgatory where you're stuck between the next life who knows but i think that if you go to a one place i don't think you have the ability to lie well if i can't go somewhere where i get to fuck with people for a while that is hell it's true i want to yeah. be able to haunt the shit out of people and fuck oh. with psychics and be like oh, i'm i'm you know and my ex my my widow will be sitting there and and the psycho could be like i'm getting a strong feeling that you eat your own farts what is it <laughs> <laughs> I would live for, if I'm ever in a room and somebody said, like, Eric, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> right? Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> I'll prove the psychic's right. Like, oh, actually, if I'm really serious, then people will think psychics aren't real. That don't even think. Right? You could debunk a psychic by being, by actually doing psychic stuff. <laughs> actually give a straight answer, and they'll be like, holy fuck. You're a fraud. Eric would never say something <laughs> like that. It's honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's too honest. That's not going to work. <laughs> There's nothing funny in that whatsoever. You didn't speak to Eric. <laughs> I would know right away. I'm, I'm no, I wouldn't. Nothing, no, everything gets by. <laughs> like kidding. Bullshit. We talked I couldn't that... even tell that you were pranking me when all the signs were there. We talked to that psychic <laughs> for half an hour and Eric never asked for money. It's not him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have picked up on that. Yeah. Well, see. Well, you, <laughs> um, let, let, let's be honest. You didn't pick up on the, the flat earther who was whose name was Flat Earth. Yeah. No. I can barely speak English. Why am I going to know Latin for? I just thought it would be something you'd know. 
No. God, was... Anything to do with language, I'm, I'm oblivious completely. I had no idea. I thought you'd get it the first day just based on that. Uh, that was no. a good one, guys. Go back and listen to that. Uh, good times <laughs> with Gord that I will pay for dearly one day. Um, all right, kids. Notice how I didn't say anything about that. Of course, I, I'm going to get you back for the that. Subject. Speaking of which, I did want to. There was a point for bringing up the true crime. That's I, I didn't bring it up just so we could change the subject. I did. Uh, there are too many true crime podcasts, but there's one I want you guys to pay attention to, and I mean this genuinely. It sounds pretty cool. It's called Another Shade of Crime, and it's a true crime podcast all about people of color. Um, and I just think that's something important. I mean, it's. Uh, Hell, hell, half the time they don't even commit the crime. So, so, so it's only about people of color. It's only about people of color. Does that make it racist? I yes, absolutely, I guess. But uh, <laughs> you can't be racist against white people, remember? Damn it! Keep forgetting uh, that rule. I had people of color. That's like the rest of us are transparent. What the fuck? <laughs> am I? What am I, Opeg? Yeah. <laughs> People of color. Fuck you. I am a, a color. I don't know what it is, but I'm a color. Do you know what isn't a color? Black is not technically a color. Black so fuck you. <laughs> By definition, black is not a color. So give, give me a fucking break. I'm pink. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but there was a time where that pink crayon was called skin color. Um, right. You know, the one in the pack beside Indian red. Um, <laughs> Crayola was... Um, Bastards at some time. I'm surprised they didn't have Jew Blue. They should have, right? Jew Blue. They had to change that all now. It's, it's Dog Dick Red now. <laughs> Dog Dick Red. Oh, that's great. Because that's not offensive. All right, kids. No. We are taking a little break uh, after tonight because Gord has busy gourd stuff to do i am going to try to work on just another day uh try to pump out good old episode two that one comes out about every six months um, <laughs> supposed to be a weekly endeavor but it doesn't work out that way but i am going to try to pound one out this weekend if i can and uh the next time you hear from us i believe is hopefully going to be saturday night where i will be broadcasting again from Kelowna, british columbia um so exciting, I'm looking exciting. forward to that. But I will be podcasting from my beachfront hotel, not from uh, whatever random house I get to stay at, like last time. An actual hotel. That's so an cool. actual hotel. I'm going to have an actual shower. I'm going to watch a television for the first time in two years. Um, you are going to be so disappointed. Yeah, oh, completely. I'll watch about four minutes and be like, what's this crap? I'm going to listen to my podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where's the podcast channel in the stupid box? <laughs> oh, fuck. There will be one soon, I'm sure. So, uh, until all that happens, kids, it's been a fun week. Uh, please, for the love of God, take care of each other. Uh, vote smart. Don't be stupid. If you choose to be stupid, die. With dick. With dick. Uh, That'll do. 